One, two, one, two. Let's get it, baby. The Blockout, live from a new facility. We are here. We are in the building. This is uh, show number eight. That's all I'm going to say. And, man, we're so excited to be here. Uh, I'm your host, ODM, of course. Welcome to the platform. Aside of me is my partner over here. He goes by the – he's hit, he's literally hitting switches. <laughs> Money Moon's in the building. What up, fam? Yeah, yeah, what up? I'm over here hitting switches in the corner. Look at you. Yo, what about <laughs> a window? Like, by the window. Stare. We got to work on my background, but it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> new office, new office. But yeah, you look you like know, you're ready just, to <laughs> masturbate over there, like in a corner, like <laughs> I'm over here cutting the lights and shit. All horny podcast <laughs> boys coming your way, uh, and over to my right side over here, the tight side, my brother, my my ace boom cool man. This dude I've known for so many years, man. One of the first cats that took me under his wing, man. Platinum selling recording artist, Mister Mentirosa Maspingon himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mellow Man Ace. Yeah. Whose house? Rams, Rams house. house. Let's talk about it, man. So yes. the weekend, man, what was it like? Besides, uh, of course, Sunday, man. What'd you do Friday, Saturday? You know what? I didn't have no shows this weekend. I didn't. I wasn't out. So okay. I just, you know, played golf on Friday. Mm. And then play golf on Saturday. No, fuck. Mello's like fuck favorite it. hobby that I've known is he's golfing. If he ain't on stage, he's golfing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's where I find my peace and tranquility at, dog. You know what I mean? The phone don't ring. Everybody knows I'm out there five hours to myself. It's beautiful, dog. But no, nah, um, this weekend, man, I, I watch a lot of college football with Pops. Mm-hmm. You know, and How's then, Pops doing? He good, man. Good, good. health-wise? He's strong. He's, right. he's doing good. Yeah. You know, he gets three square meals a day fucking with me. Uh, <laughs> As he should. You know, he's yeah. good, dog. He's good. And then Sunday, it was football at Zendejas all day. Zende- the one in uh, Ontario. Ontario or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the last ones still open, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Tony owns it. Tony's in Dayhouse, the great football kicker for right. the Rams and all that. I.E. Staple plus Borderline L.A. I mean, yeah. they had a shitload of them here in the Inland Empire. I mean, I know they had one in the Corona when we used to go to a mall back in the Yeah, day. but I don't think he owns all of them. Okay. Right. So I don't know how that worked. But, but that specific one. But that specific one, that's kind of like my go-to, you know what I mean, where I – watch the Ram games and mm-hmm. people come through and some some of the ex-Ram players come through because, you know, fucking with Tony Z, man, it, it gets real like that. So you know, him on a per, you know him personally then? Like, Absolutely. Did he just be hanging out there at his own spot? or Yes, man. No, I need to yes, come out, man. bro. Especially, like, during COVID. I mean, he's there every day, but during COVID, the man was relentless. He was like, Melo, bring it in here. You know what I mean? Let's do something. Let's, you know. Yeah. And he was letting everybody know, like, I'm not going to shut down. They want me to shut down, but I'm not doing none of that. Mm. So he was real G about it. And when I had to do, when I wanted to do a wine release for my wine company, mm-hmm. he said, let's do it here. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I give him enough love and respect for that. For the record, the, the wine is called Havana Wines. Man, I thought you going to bless us with something today, man. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to. Like a <laughs> we got these old blockout mugs, I man, was, by the way. <laughs> Dog. I was so supposed to do that, and then I woke up late, you know, and then the I get whole it, thing got, my I, whole morning got smashed in, but, you know, we here, you know, and I, yeah. I owe you. Rain, I'm just happy rain you check, Rain check. Absolutely. Yeah. Melo and my brother right here, man, in the building. Speaking of the Los Angeles Rams. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Got that big W yesterday over we Atlanta. We needed that. After first weeks, I would say so, my G. Yeah, I, I mean, we so. didn't look like the Super Bowl team against Buffalo. Now, I was in the house that night, and I saw that. 
aside from the stadium being a little bit warm that day. Yeah, it was it was hot. It was um, hot. You know, it, we didn't look right. Mm. You know what I mean? With OBJ out and then Vaughn Miller switching sides. It looked like he gave all our schemes to the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, didn't he? Von Miller, right? Von Miller, okay, man. Man, man that motherfucker, dude, he, has, he had at least two, like, crucial, critical fucking sacks, man. Yeah. Against yeah. Uh, Stafford, bro. And uh, But it's okay, though, man. You learn, you grow. Um, it's, it's a humbling, I'm sure, for the team as, you know, it was for all of us because here we are. But you know what? I'm glad that if we lost to anybody, I'm glad it was the Buffalo Bills, bro. Why is that? Because they they the team this year. Are they? That's what they're saying. Nah, they ain't got nothing coming, man. They, I mean, Listen. not against our Rams, but, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, they took care of us real heavy that day, and it was ugly. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, Robinson was open all night, mm. and staff that night was not on. Yeah. And so I'm looking. I'm like, three, four picks. This shit didn't make no sense. But I think we were a little bit off coming in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from from preseason. I don't sure. know, man. The shit didn't look right. But we didn't look like that championship squad, so I was concerned. Right. Yeah, first game, No, I know. We're going to lose a game, so let's get that shit out the way. Right. Right? But – Still, you want to show out a little bit. Comparing Home, comparing it to the to, to the to, to yesterday's game, just different teams. Yesterday's game, a team now oh, towards the end, bro. <laughs> it, was, it was like nail biting because, bro, we we had them like maybe up by twenty some points. Yeah, right? you guys yeah. were up, bro. I thought yeah. you guys were gonna choke at the end. At least, bro. Yeah, it was problematic, man, because it's Atlanta. That's not supposed to happen. Mm. Uh, not to a Super Bowl champion caliber team. Yeah, you know, so I thought we were running away with it there at halftime. Everything looked good, third quarter, all that, and then one thing after another, man, one miscue after another, and I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like really concerned, mm. and so I'm looking at the defense, and I'm seeing some softness there toward the late end there, mm-hmm. that was there the entire game on the first game right. against Buffalo, right, and at least you know the offense really showed out yeah. this week. And, and shout out to Jalen Ramsey, man, on that last play right there for sure. <laughs> Jalen. Yes. Well, he came through in the clutch because oh when God. he did that, it was done. And that's why the man gets paid what he gets paid. Well, and now, last week, he got cheese toast a couple times. He did. He got cheese <laughs> yeah, toast a couple times. Stop bringing times. up ocean, mellow damn, man. No, no, but for real, you know, everybody have an off day, man. Just like us, we might have a bad performance or whatever. Uh, we forget a lyric or whatever. I get it. It's hard to be great all the time. Moon's looking at me. Shut up, fool. <laughs> oh, just forgot his lyrics this weekend. Let's talk about. Wait, should we even mention the Raiders? Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Cause yo, talk about <laughs> coming from behind, bro. Damn, I, I saw the memes floating today, man. Oh, the memes was crazy. Man, they blew that one, huh? God, Listen, I was. Uh, you know, Zendaya's got its sections of. Okay, the Niner fans is over here. The Ram fans is over here. Right. And the Raider fans, they go inside where it's nice and cool at. You know what I mean? Because right. I think they know, like, we don't want to get ridiculed when we lose this bitch. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. But, yo, they was crying like they was coming out the funeral. You feel me? Right. I bet. I would, too. I'd, I'd be burying myself after that point. What's his name? Quarterback for the Cardinals? Kyler? Carr. No, no Cardinals. Uh, Murray. Murray. Beast. Dagger. Ran him. The man's a crazy. Score two on his own. He's like a, he's just like a dude, vicious killer. You know what I mean? One thing, hands down, bro, if you got a mobile quarterback, it's it's just a bonus. It's, it's a, you know. But where's your QB spot, LV? 
What's your QB spy? You're letting this man run the muck all yeah. through the backfield, mm. juking and jiving cats and then pump faking and not, you know That what one I mean? play where he just, like, literally was five minutes on the field, man. He was just running around and he just dodged, and then he just ended up running into the end zone, bro. I was like, floored back. Where's the kamikaze safety on the blitz? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. There you go, man. Sorry, Raiders. Hey, 0-2, Raiders go. Um, Rams are 1-1. One and one. And let's jump over to uh, some hip-hop, man. We were talking about earlier about forgetting lyrics. We were in Utah on Friday. Yeah, I wasn't on that. I, I know, I bro. Looking, I was like, you, Frost, yeah. everybody. I'm like, well, I, I get it. It was Mexican Independence Weekend. I'm obviously Cubano. Yeah. You know, but I did want to be there with y'all. But I was there in spirit with y'all. So, very, very interesting point. Because have you ever, and now, now Moons and I were talking about, you brought up Cubano and the Mexican yeah. Independence Day. Yeah. Now, we all represent Raza. Yeah. Right? And Moons was, was uh, we were kind of sitting on the fence with this one. You want that, that's your question, B. Uh, I was just uh, I was talking to O about it. Like, you ever get any backlash or anything for like uh, I don't know how to put it. Um, spit it out. I guess like being Cuban and repping yeah. La Raza, you know? Never. No. 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 I don't. I don't think it's ever happened. Uh, no. I. I think you know the Mexican population has taken me, and I think they know that my upbringing was around pura raza. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. I I try to uh, I try to just do people proud. You know what I mean? Like that culture has taken me in so heavy. Your culture mm-hmm. has taken me in so heavy that I just rep it. You know what I mean? I just I come out. I do. I talk my Spanish and and they just love it. Right. So and, and you know the music is influenced by the whole Latino culture. When you think about records like Mas Pingong or even the sample loop from Carlos Santana and the. Uh, you know, sure. sampling war mm-hmm. and things of that nature, people kind of get it. You know what I mean? Plus, you're speaking Spanish, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, not the fact that, I mean, Raza is, especially being from L.A., being in the area, of course, after you came from Cuba, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Landed your feet here, your whole family, and dude, basically, you I mean, you're Raza, man. I mean, I, I like to say But I'm I know honorary. there are some people out there that want to just question that. Oh, homie, he, you know, no, but I'm, yeah, those fools. Let's be clear. I'm Cuban. I'm Afro-Cuban. It is right. what it is. But I've been told in several locations, Melo, bro, you're honorary Mexican, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. I got a past like that. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing, man. I bet you something goes down, though. I mean, you have all the raza right behind your back. I'm sure it's happened before in the past. Dog, you know how we say you got to make a phone call, dog. You know what I mean? So don't get it fucked up. It ain't nothing (laughs) sweet with me. I'm still about the bullshit. Mellow Man Ace in La Casa, man. We're doing it right here on the blockout. Make sure you share this right now and tag somebody, man. And uh, we're in the new facility. All right. So um, let's see. Where else should we go? Did you watch the Triple G Canelo fight this weekend? I was there. Yes. You were there? I was there. No, I wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> I went to Citizen Day House as well. Okay. After I watched some football with my pops. Yeah. And I watched it over there. And it was, you know, kind of a lackluster fight, you mm. know. I'm more of a USC guy now ever since I started seeing a switch in boxing. There was no knockouts and no real blood spills and mm-hmm. nothing. And so I saw the fight and I was like, well, you know, you know. Yeah. It was, it was like whatever. I mean, it's the like third fight. Yeah. I mean, there was there was no no highlights. Nothing exciting about it. There wasn't. Did you expect a got shot in the kidney like and went down on the knee or something? None of that. I don't you know? think anybody got knocked down, did they? Nah, but no, but towards the end though, they were going in on each other like yeah. the last two rounds. 
Triple G you know? was getting beat up yeah, though. He, there, his face was freaking all. But uh, he took that shit like burned. a man, like like he, you know. But at the end of the day, you're right. I you want to see, see some blood. kind of. I want to see blood. See blood. Cut, you know, this is a sport that, you know, when we grew up, we watched Tommy Hearn split what's his name right open in the in the in the forehead. You yeah. Know? Um, Marvelous Hagler and Sugar Ray Leonard, Robert, Roberto yeah. Duran, and these dudes. That's the kind of dudes I watched. Yeah. They was really fucking each other up. Real boxing days. 15 rounds. Real you boxing heard? days. And they Facts. go like in like the first two rounds. Like they were 15 rounds. rounds back then. 15 Shit. rounds. Not 12 like heavyweights. Today. Yeah. George Foreman. Mm. You feel me? You know, Larry Holmes, Mike Tyson, all that type of shit. So to see a kind of just like a little slugfest and uh, pew, 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 you know, yeah. it wasn't really, uh, uh, take that, uh, no, you yeah. take that, you know what I mean? I'd rather see, I'd rather watch UFC, dog. You know, the Nate Diaz fight, that shit was splendid. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah, right, you know that's what right. I mean? Put a nigga in a choke and just, blah! Shout out know? to Nate Diaz, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's a real one right there. We, you want to tell him your Nate <laughs> oh, Diaz yeah. story, bro? Dude, we were in Stockton. Uh, yeah. It was after a show. Um, yeah, we did at we the Stockton arena. arena. He was at the show, and uh, hit the. I guess we were sitting like a loft or something, huh? We we're at a hotel. Yeah. And Nate Diaz was there. He invited us up to his room, and then like that fool, we and that fool were smoking weed and shit. Yeah. yeah. It was lit, bro. Oh no, he does that right at the press conference, bro. He'll smoke. You know, he smoke with you. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's that dope, was cool. Man. Was, I should have had him sign something though, or something, dog. Fuck. Yeah, I wasn't bro. thinking. Not just the experience, bro. You don't want to fan out either. Yeah, you know true. I mean? Like he'll 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 call you back for that. You yeah. Know hell yeah. Mean? I'm sure he's one of us, bro. He's a real. Oh yeah. You ever had somebody speaking about fanning out? Like, that brings up a good point. Like there's some people that are like. Hey, what's up, Mellow Man? Yeah, you know, um, you know, I've been a fan for all these years, and it's just like they just keep it going, keep that the, the the energy going, and like they overfan. You ever had somebody overfan you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, of how- course, you know, the guy with the with the crazy breath, you know, and, and going <laughs> spitting a little slightly on your cheek. Wow, this is my. I don't mind that part, but it's w- when I'm listening to a band. Yeah. And it's my favorite song. Like here's a for instance, Bobby D concert about three four years ago. Okay, we do. Uh, it's I'm opening up. I think y'all was on the bill. I'm opening up specifically for my peoples um, that sing Jigglet. Ozone. Ozone. Yeah. Ooh. Jigglet is my shit. Right. So up until the whole week to the concert, I'm bumping Jigglet in the whip. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hear Jigalette, God damn it, when yeah. I get to the concert. Right, right. Right? Not with this dude. I stood <laughs> off to the side just so I could really see the whole experience of Jigalette being played. Not thighs high, none of that. Jigalette. <laughs> that my one ozone joint. <laughs> yes. This guy comes up. Here's Melanie. <laughs> And then they start get to hanging on you. Hey, bro, bro. It's like, bro, get off me. That's what we not doing. Yeah. This guy was on me. He was spitting the breath, the beer, the whole thing. Was he drunk? I was going to say he must have had alcohol. I miss all Jigalette, B. All Jigalette. All six minutes of that song, too, bro. Because it was longer back then. Bro. Shit. Um, I'm trying to think of any time. I I fanned out one time. With? I fanned out. with, With somebody? I did. I'm going to tell you a story. And I'm, tell, ahead, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it. All right. First tour that I ever did, I'm on a Stevie B tour, whatever it was. We go East Coast. Mm. Young brother with a tape in the 40, 
meets us at the hotel. We're in Fort Lauderdale. I'll never forget the story. He says, yo, man, yo, mellow man, there's Kid Frost. And he was, Frost was on the bill. Yo, man, listen to my tape. Listen to my tape, man. Young black brother. I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Man. Dude, listen to my shit. Right. I said, come on, man. Come to the room. Let's listen to your tape. Happened to be common sense, right? So he had just been in the demo stage right now at that time, right, for his yeah. first album. For the record, it's now common. It's now just common, y'all just right. didn't know when he was common sense. Yeah. Fast forward. He gets a deal. He gets signed. He shouts me out on the back of the credits of the record because I took the time to listen to his demo. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Fast forward now. Ten years ago, he doing a little set up at, like, the Roxy on Sunset. Mm-hmm. But now he's full-blown common. Actor, you know, actor fucking deluxe. artist, everything, yes. yeah. So I'm Activist. like, <laughs> I'm in the backstage, here come Khan, like, yo, my dude, yo, it's good to see you, me. He was like. Eat <laughs> <laughs> it. You are, you wow. know what I mean? I'm like, yo, man. Hold on, were you rocking the fucking fedora with <laughs> Dog, the cigar in your come fucking on, pocket? <laughs> Because still the same dude, you know what the, I had to have. Yeah, and he was like, "Uh, yeah." Um, I'm like, "Yo, my daughter loves you." I'm like, "What the fuck did I just?" My daughter <laughs> he, loves you. He said, you. "My daughter loves you." I told him oh, that. You know, what I got saying? it. I got it. I got it. Got it. But I, that was Shit. the last time. Yeah, I did that, man. That was bad. I don't even know if that ever happened to me. Low key, bro. I be like fan, you know, over fan, you know. Whatever the fuck you say, groupies. Now nah, I won't say groupie status, but like there's some cats that I work with, you know, that that I share the same stage with where I grew up on listening to. Even when we do these eighties, you know, shows and nineties shows together, we was nineties and they were eighties. And to do shows with, you know, uh Rodney O and even yourself, bro, like um it's just it's Am just I considered eighties? Am I considered eighties? Well, Menti also was eighty nine, right? Ninety. Was it really? Yeah, the album was not eighty nine. I hate when they do that shit to us. They said we came out in eighty nine too. I'm like, nah, man, nah. Ninety was ours. So, but yeah, I mean, going on with that, I mean, there's just some people. You know, I used to interview. Well, I, when I was am eighties really because in 1987 I put out my Spingon. Right. So it's kind of like yeah, but no. You know what I mean? When, was my Spingon on uh, Capital? Were no, you on Capital? Delicious vinyl. Okay. That's I got the deal on Capital because of that record on Delicious. That's right. I remember seeing that somewhere, and then uh, and then Mentirosa dropped, and then oh no, was it Rhyme Fighter? It was Rhyme Fighter first. Off then Mentirosa. Yeah. We couldn't give that one away. It's crazy. You know what I tripped out on when I first saw that video, bro? I was like, I was watching you on, you know, doing your thing on a horse, and, and it was like that was a whole my first time on a horse, Western thing. Was it for real? Yeah, I was scared as fuck. <laughs> Do you remember the name of the horse? I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> so we're just watching it, bro, and then I see this dude come out of this like bar, Western bar, and I go, Hold up, wait. That dude looked like B real, dude. Let me let me just rewind this a little bit. Yeah. I go, That is B real. Yeah. And he was dancing. Yeah. Like, did, was he a background dancer of yours? Absolutely. Yeah. Who I else mean, was on that video? I like, mean, that we know of. We can think about Seymour, who's still with me to this day. Uh, I think Sendog was in that video. I don't remember Sendog actually came. I think he had to work that day. Yeah. But Be Real was definitely in, in the video. I mean, you had some of the guys from Trouble Funk. Yeah. You know, from DC in there. What about Tomahawk? 
Tomahawk Funk was on, all in there. Um, so many brothers. Um, my man um, Sugar Pop was in there. You yeah. remember Sugar Pop from the Janet Jackson, That's the Way Love Goes video, if you really remember that. Okay. Uh, I mean, it A was, lot of people were in that good. video. I think the Booyah Tribe was in Booyah that. Booyah Tribe was up in there, was. absolutely. I used to have an ex that dated that I dated. I'm gonna go ahead and claim it. Her name was Nikki. She was one of the. Uh, she was a bad dancer for Janet Jackson. Yeah. And she ended up marrying Babyface. Look at that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But it took her to go through me. Yeah. Yeah. To just get to like <laughs> I'm not saying for yeah. the record, don't come. I'm hey, not no, saying because I introduced her to Babyface. Like I've never met Babyface. It's just a on. running joke, man. But no, sometimes. Come on, man. I'm going to claim that shit. used as a stepping stone, you know what I mean? Right. A stepping stone. Damn. Stone. You do, though. Is that what I am, bro? It's happened to me. Don't am feel I bad, dog. Stone? I mean, look shit. at my frustrated dancers, what they've gone on to do. Bro, <laughs> I had a, I, it gets worse. I dated this go-go chick when, and, 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 and I remember when I moved to L.A. doing Kiss FM, and I said, shit, I'm doing both radio, 99.1 here locally in the Inland Empire. And out there, and this chick that I met at Deviate, I used to host a club, Anyway, long story short, man, she was from Oxnard and looked like little badass little Filipina white chick, you know. She looked like Shakira, yeah, you know. And I was like, man, she, you know, little, you know youngster, because you know your boy liked them young, you know what I mean? So, I, yeah. um, and, <laughs> anyway, bro, it's bleeped at the end of the day. A, horny. a year later, bro, I was like, fuck, like you know, she ended up, you know, after we did our thing, she made her mark. To the go-go scene. I literally, because you know, I had some fame. So yeah. I helped her along. If she's my yeah. girl, you know, I might as well just help her Absolutely. into the scene. She was doing all these lowrider uh, magazine covers and, and implied nude and this and that. And before you knew it, she started taking off, bro. And then after we broke up, she started dating a couple other local DJs, yeah. you know, from the radio stations out in L.A. And, mm -hmm. and uh, said, but I was her fucking stepping stone. Yeah, dude, fuck you now. <laughs> I mean, Look at me! Can I get a <laughs> Can I get some credits on album cover like Mellow Man Ace? You know what I'm saying? Oh man, shoot, but we've had some bad ones, man. I know you had some bad ones, man. I like to think so. I like to think so. Baddies. You know? Did you? We were talking about this, dude, uh, on the way back from Utah this weekend, oh, yeah. and we were like, "What was your question?" You were oh, talking I was like, about, "Oh, did Mellow ever bang any famous celebrities?" <laughs> That was what I was going at, but shit. Have you ever been? Well, yeah. You guys are coming up with questions to ask me? <laughs> yeah, so, bro. Nah, man. Well, I can't. I can't know. You don't want to air them out or what? No, nah, I don't want to air nobody out. I can't I can't do that because those people oh, are still hello. my friends. And, you know, but look. Let's they're just say still no. friends. Let's okay. just say no. I get it. No, I, I can't. Respectfully, hey, I'll take that answer, bro. I, I, my claim to fame is. Here we go. I've slept with over I don't know 500 women. Damn, in my dog. That's, that's about right. It's about right. You know, it's about right. 500, give or take. Yeah, a few. You know, but I don't remember names or faces. I just remember outfits and cities. <laughs> you ever did a threesome on the road? Absolutely. Woo! Do you remember the city? Do you remember the state? Absolutely. Where? Dallas, Texas. Dude, Dallas girls, Texas girls, and they just from a different breed. Like they eating something different out yeah, there. Yeah, the water's different. <sighs> Definitely, things, and Southern you know, accents and that Southern hospitality. I mean, wow. I was at that time too. I was really big on Slum Village, the rap group out of Detroit, and mm. all their music was about tantric sex and 
um, you know, threesomes and doing shit. Sure. So I was really in the spirit when I got off the plane. You know, I'm listening to JD and um, and it's all about you ain't gotta play hard to get. You know it. You know you want the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you was I'm high. You gassed this. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in this whole <laughs> thing. I got my headphones on. I'm banging Slum Village and. You know, you know your hubby ain't giving you no action. He got the problem with you know what I mean. And he was he selling said, yourself. He was no, like, he was pumping you up. Dog, I was just banging yeah. that when I rolled up right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Still, okay. so oh okay, nah. So I yeah, you know, Baddies. yeah, you know, friends were they? <sighs> you know, it, it's just a fun time on the road. You know, sometimes and and uh, you know, mm-hmm. shit goes down, bro. You know, they happy. Do you to see remember you. the night? I remember the night. Okay. <laughs> yes, indeed. We had some wild ones as well, man. I was up in. Uh, well, I know uh, you're married, so I wasn't going to ask you nothing. Though. Nah, that, no, that's just off the record. Time. My wife already knows, bro. Like, she knows my past. Like, she ain't even tripping. ODM. Like, she knew. I was lazy. She could just, man, she's just like. Where were you? <laughs> what city were you in? I was in Washington, bro. <laughs> DC? Or Washington, down. Seattle? Well, it was a Seattle, Washington. Let's go. Yeah, summer jam, and you know, it was a female that I had hooked up with, and um, prior to other shows, and one show she happened to bring her friend. Yes, sir. We like those. And her friend decided not to go home. You know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. So we're sitting around, you know, the hotel. We're just like drinking, whatever, and it's like, okay, well, I'm like looking at her, like. So with your girl, like, you know, she, she going to bounce or like, what's the deal? You know? And, you know, I, I guess they already had talked it through. They pre-gamed it. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, That's man. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. You know? Blow, blow, the, blow the horn to that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more blown than that that night. <laughs> I'm just saying. but That's a beautiful thing, man. Um, so, I mean, yeah, but you know, with, with, with just the touring, come the groupies, come everything and, and we become stepping stones for some reason. I don't like to look at ourselves that way, but it is. Hey man, you know, for some of them, it's the notch in their belt. Like as much as dudes, you know what I mean? Like, yo, there's a chick out there that she's claiming like, yo, I fucked ODM big. You know what I mean? I fucked Mellow Man Ace back in 94. You know what I mean? There's, that still means a little something to somebody. You ever got that like thought in your head one day you was just gonna get that like ten years later? Uh there's only two ways that could go. It's either the police or somebody pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I'm your son. Yeah. Yeah, choice B. Has ever Nah, you know what what did scare me was when we've been in this thing a long time, when when Easy E and Magic Johnson contracted the AIDS virus. Right. That era in hip hop was crazy. Mm. It was like, yo, we had to check IDs at the after party. The you know, our bodyguard dudes would come in with, you know, extra uh, you know, Jimmy hats and all that. Mm-hmm. That was a scary period. So right. it was the only thing I really been scared of on the road was catching some some shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Has it ever happened? No, sir. Ever. 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 Nice. I got a little belly, but it's still some good dick under this belly. <laughs> Word up. 
That's where you need the all horny button. All horny <laughs> podcast. Let's get it off it. Nah. Let's switch it up. Dog. Come let's on, man. It up. I love let's talking switch. about these doors. All right. All right. All right let's go. Hey, For starters. Hey. All right. All right. All right. We'll switch it up. We'll switch it up. Today. Today in hip hop, though, man. Today's September 19th. Uh, 1989, Big Daddy Kane released his second album. It's a Big Daddy thing. Singles, I Get the Job Done, Smooth Operator. You ever bump that album? Absolutely, start to finish. Warm it up, C. Warm it up, all that. Young Gifted in Black. I remember songs like that was like what made us, influence us to write Brown and Proud. Yeah. Because, you know, hip-hop at that point was like... Uh, it was very, very pro, like, you know, with pro the day black. I saw you know, everything. You had that, the medallions. Yeah, P.E. All that. Proud to be black, y'all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Very, very political Absolutely. at that point. And, and I was like, okay. And then our manager, Cliff, you know, he was like, well, I want you to paint the same picture. Not get political with it, but just yeah. let them know your roots, where you came from, and yeah. let, let them know how you guys be doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, I came from the era of listening to the 80s hip-hop dudes, like the Jungle Brothers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, late 80s, you know, you had Public Enemy, of course, leading that pack. You had guys like um, Poor Righteous Teachers, you know, the 5% Nation and the Proud to be Black thing, mm-hmm. which is is beautiful. You know, even to a certain extent, the first Gangstar album was very educational. Right, right. Uh, the No More Mr. Nice Guy album. And I learned, as a black Latino, I, I, lo- I learned how to be black a little bit more because I grew up in an all Latino Mexican surrounding, right? Right. And I think the importance of those records were the, you had Brand Nubian. Yep. Remember Brand Nubian? Yep. What was the importance of those records were the messages that they were trying to give to the black community. And along the way, a lot of us Latinos picked up on those messages. Sure. You know what I mean? So I think then coming out with a bilingual music you know, a, a bilingual Spanglish music, you know, I think it just spoke to those lessons learned off of those records. There you go. You know what I mean? Because we didn't have to pound it like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm proud to be black or Latino. Right. Yeah, I'm proud of, you know, we didn't do all that, but right. we just let the music speak for itself. And I think people understood and discovered the fact, yo, these cats are Cuban, these cats are Mexican. Which is a great point because I think, like you said, uh, along those lines, the fact that you were spitting in Spanish, that just said it all. That spoke for itself. And it was funny because I was bumping, um, I heard you on an interview say that uh, you got your style from, I don't know if you said you got your style from, but uh, what was his name? MC Schick from the Mean Machine, is that his name? Mr. Schick. Mr. Schick, yeah. Mr. Schick. And then I went back and I listened to one of his records and- yeah. Bro, it was just spitting in Espanol, man. This yeah. was like 81, 82. 1981. Crazy. And then, like, the crazy shit about about that brother, I know the brother now. He's in his 60s now. He's a great guy. I consider him like a big brother right. of this shit. But <coughs> the funky shit to me was how the record company, Sugar Hill Records, then d- dropped them after that, the success of Disco Dream, where he actually did a rhyme in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Seven, six to seven years go by, nobody's still rapping in Spanish on the record. Right. So I pick up the torch, and that's when we lit it with Mas Pingong. I think it was the and perfect time, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how does nobody really, you know what I mean, capitalize on that? 
Mellow Man Ace in the building here on the Blackout Podcast. Please share this. If you're just coming in right now, you're checking it out midway. I don't know. Maybe somebody sent you here and, and, and sent you the link. Well, please do us that favor as we're trying to grow here um, in the future. I'm glad to have my brother on. I got star power in the building right here. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Go Rams. That's right. So <laughs> I want to get into this uh, little feature, bro. And you're actually going to be the first one to play along with us today, man. You like playing games? Let's go, bro. All right, man. So we're going to call this What's That Sample? Okay. All right. The way the game works is I'm going to play an oldie sample, you know. And what you try to do is guess the artist that sampled it and title. I got you. All right. This is what we do. Let's okay, go. brother, man. Mellow Man Ace in the hot okay. seat right now. Let me see what we're going to go first. All right. Let's see here. I'll do an easy one. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. It's- what song do you hear that in? I have no clue, sir. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> I thought I was going to listen to some music. To his okay, ass with that sound okay. bite. Yes. Very, very important part of this song, though. The, the one I'm about to play you. Want to hear it again? Let's go. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. It's- so that's, that's Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Forgot uh, the fucking movie. Can I take a guess? Blades of Glory. Yeah. Can I take a guess? Yeah. I'm going to say third base. Third base. Is it third base? No, it's not third base. Oh. They going gorillas, huh? I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Wait for it. No, it's not. It's Gets gross. the people going. <laughs> you don't remember when that breaks down in nin- niggas in Paris? Who, who is this? Jay-Z and Kanye. Oh, I don't fuck with them. <laughs> I fucks with no one percent rappers. No, oh diva ass. Oh wow, this no. is good. This is good. No, what you gotta say about that moves? Oh no, is that too new school for Melo? I don't fuck with one percent rappers. I that was a pretty popping song. Though. I don't fuck that with one percent. That was real popping. That album yeah, was popping. For sure. I don't fuck with one percent rappers. One percent. What do you mean by one percent rappers? The ones that took the forbidden fruit from the from the industry mm. to make it. I don't fuck mm. with them. Those are divas, dick sucking niggas. I don't fuck with <sighs> diva okay. dick suckers. I don't. I don't do that. Shame on us for playing that, knowing he doesn't <laughs> fuck with one percent, motherfucker. My bad, Mello. Let's go to the next one. I told you, there's nothing off limits tonight. I know this one right here. You feel it? All right, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let him guess first. Uh, uh. Give me some drums, man. <laughs> you need the drums to go with that. Anything come to mind? Well, Jim, I have no clue. <laughs> uh, let's go over to you, Todd. <laughs> it's, probably one, it's probably one of those one percenters you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Is it a one percenter? I think it is. Who is it, bro? It's Drizzy, right? Drake. Drake. You used to call me on my cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Melo. Is that a one percenter? <laughs> Damn. I'm fucking like a half a percent. Don't Damn. Come on, man. Mellow, I ain't fucking with that. He going hard on these artists, I ain't man. fucking with that. None of that. 
Nah. You fucking around and start wearing pink shirts, wearing listening to that shit. type of shit. <laughs> I will say this: I I did once buy a hot, <laughs> hot bling Christmas sweater when this song came out, and it was my ugly Christmas sweater. No, no. Yeah, me and my wife. Oh, I had the the Drake, but my wife loves Drake. So if you diss Drake, I can't sit here and agree with you because my wife will just. Talk shit to me later about it. I don't for, for whatever reason. I ain't fucking with no parts of Drake. Okay. I'll fuck around paint my fingernails and shit. Nah, I'm good. Damn. Nah. Well, nah. I mean, it's fair to say most of his his uh, his fans are females, so I can't I can't be mad. But hey. there's a lot of dude low key to be bumping that shit. Look, All right. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Here we go. Oh yeah. See, am I too old now? Is that what it nah, is? Nah, brother. Uh, all right. Wait, who's the sample? Do you know the sample? This is uh, the actual sample? Yeah, because I mean. That's, uh, I want to say, Malo or. Close. El, Ch- El Chicano. There you go, El Chicano. That's and that was used by Kid Frost, absolutely. What was the name of the song? Do you remember? That was called. That was called. Ain't no, ain't no sunshine. Nah, it's too fast, but ain't no sunshine. Yastuvo. Or something. Yastuvo. Oh, no? damn, that's a classic. It's a family affair. There you go. It's a family hey, affair. Hey, X gets the square. X gets the square. He's one for three so far? Yeah. One for three. One for three, uh, yeah. G. Yeah, you, you got to start. You gotta ease me in, man. You should have started from the back and then worked your way up to these new cats. Those were kind of hard. I, I I admit. I mean, I, I don't know. If it, yeah, I mean, it. if you don't listen to Drizzy, like, okay, I don't. I don't know. So we went from one percent to half percent <laughs> to Frost is a Frost. Yeah. God, Fro- no, Frost is not even in that percent. Mm, He's not in that conversation. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't bite the forbidden fruit. As much as you might love him or hate him, but mm-hmm. he didn't bite the fruit. You know what I'm saying? All right. We'll talk about that in a few. I got another one for and you. And what I mean by the forbidden fruit is two things. Okay. You got, you got, you know, you got a ritual. Yeah. You, you know, the satanic ritual to get you to the top. Or you do the whole, you know, let's just face it, you know, the gay ritual and it takes you to the top. So are you talking like gimmicks? I'm talking about no gimmicks. I'm talking about real shit that happens. I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know I'm preaching to the choir. But in this industry, mm. in entertainment, there's portals and there's gatekeepers and yeah. like Illuminati. Talk about this, absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Let me finish this. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to get into all this shit right now. All right. Goes the next one. All right. I don't know the name of the sample, but I do know who used it. That's Nas. Ooh, he's right. Oh shit, he did, huh? I was always I was looking for samples that like other rappers didn't use that I didn't know about, but Nas did this. What song was that? That was on his first album, I think. It ain't hard to tell no. The dime sack we blazing. Yeah. Street Dreams, that's Street what it was. Street Dreams made, made of these. these. Wow. So there was another artist yeah. who rocked it uh, before. Maybe about Is that right? five, four or five years. And who would that be? You, don't, you can't know other artists I come to mind? I have no idea. All right, here we go. Hey. Yeah. 
All eyes on me. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the gangster way. But hear me off with that Nas one, though, bro. Yeah. For sure. I didn't. I forgot about so that. So I do get a point for that. Yeah, you do. I get a point. I get a point for that. Yeah. That's a point for sure. X gets the squares, man. Shout out to Mellow Man A's, ladies and gentlemen. Two for two. Two for four. Two for four. Two for four. All of that. Okay. See, eventually I have somebody to run my sound effects, so that's why we need y'all to, uh, you know, share these videos, man. So, you know, we can, you know, get some residuals up in here, some funding pretty soon. Sponsorships, too. We're looking for y'all, too. Just let that know. But was that fun, bro? Yeah. That was, that I was mean, chill, I'm right? two for four, but, you know, you know, even the great Hank Aaron struck out a couple times. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm batting 500. I think you did really well. Thank you, bro. So let's go back to the... Uh, the sat- satanic uh, conversation we was having about yeah, Illuminati. I, sure, if you want to. Yeah. We can talk about it. What did you believe? Because I've only heard, but I don't want to speak on it because I don't know any better. Well, I mean, it's it's no longer a secret. When you got brothers like Professor Griff of Public Enemy and guys mm-hmm. like Crazy Bone talking about it on their platforms and things of that nature, it's not a secret no more. Okay. okay. You know, I mean, either. Enlighten me. Yeah, there's rituals that you can do to. Go to further levels of success and about and never dude? turn back around. Absolutely, yeah. So I I always make it a point to not fuck with artists that I know already took that. Okay, it, let me name that. Like, let me name an me? artist. You tell me if you think they went there. Okay, you probably don't even fuck with these artists. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend, never heard of. Them. <laughs> guy, this guy, he just played in L.A. last week, man. Good for him. Never heard of. Him. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Bad Bunny. Yeah, I know. I know the name. I know the song or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, there's gatekeepers in the Latino thing as well. You know you what know somebody what I mean? told me the other day that um, I was talking about my man Beto. Shout out to Beto in San Diego. You, you know Beto, Frankie, D, Frankie J's. Yeah, Beto Perez, DJ. And he was like, "Dude, we're having a conversation about Bad Bunny because lately, if you've seen on on the social media." Like, all these females are just rushing the stage on them, you know, like like one after another. He just played uh, Dodger Stadium. They, they did the All-Star break, and that I don't know if you saw that chick literally jumped on the field to go after him, and he's just, like, not even paying attention whatever. And we're sitting there going, what are making these females, like, go crazy? And he said something about there's something in his music that's subliminal. Remember back in the day when Prince? Oh, get the fuck out of here! Goes, that, that, there's something in the okay, in the, in the, Zeppelin, bro. <laughs> in right. the frequencies or something that that that's coming through their headphone. Like you yeah. can really hear something in their. Remember when Prince back in the day had a? Don't worry, I won't hurt you. Yeah. And then, and I don't even know if it was that song, but I think it was 1999. If you if you bought the album, shout out to all the Prince fans out there. And towards the end. It's something in in reverse, right? And then you have to play the the vinyl backwards to hear. Wait, I don't know if this is along you. the same side. There's but. gatekeepers in that, and if he's saying that, then look into it. And if he's saying that, then you know he already ritualed. Does it make sense though at all? Could you think it could be possible? I mean, for a dance poppy ass music like that, you know, reggaeton is really you know. I think you just turn on the beats and the bitches just go off. You know what I mean? I mm. think there's just nothing more than that, really. You know, plus they know he's going to the bank. You know what I mean? Remember when you was young and you was going to the bank often? How many bitches was chasing you? You know? Yeah, just the stepping stoolers. 
Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you're just a stepping stool. But no, nah, I mean, nowadays they make it bigger than what it is. You know what it is. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors, man. Right. Shit like that. Especially with, yeah, I get it. There's get guys it. who hire, you know, 15 cameramen to follow them around and then to make it seem like they really that hot. They banging like that. And they end up fooling the public into believing like, damn, he's really that hot. He got 15 photographers following yeah, sure. him. Come on now. Let's I just need one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, record my shit. Because you, you see, we do everything ourselves, bro. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, anyways, I, I've i never been to that status. I mean, we've we pretty much been close to it. But. Uh, you didn't ritual, oh. Yeah. You didn't. No, I wouldn't. You, I, you I don't didn't. think I would. You would know if you did, because your lips would hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do, <laughs> wow. He went there. On that note, do, do you know anybody close to you? That, that Anybody personally? Oh, man. I, I'd like to think so, but I I can't quite put my finger on it. Okay. Can't quite put my finger on it. I have seen people, you know, that turned that started out gangsters and left a diva. You understand know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how many of those do we know? You know what I mean? Like, they started out as gangster underground rappers, yeah. and now you see them, and they're just, like, eating cucumbers and shit. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, just diva, just straight bitch. You think, because once you start elevating your career, obviously, and you're you're around more, I don't know if you want to say Hollywood people, corporate people, whatever, just in that, you know what I'm saying? You start switching up your style a little bit. No, I think once you do the do... And you ritual, you turn into a soft. Oh, we bitch, sell on you know that. I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, that's what yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. we've been around executives. What? Yeah. Is you a bitch? No. no. You've been around cats with money. It doesn't matter whether whether you took that step mm. or you didn't. You know, there's some of us that didn't, so we didn't get to. You know. Yeah. We didn't get to the Kellogg's commercial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, we didn't. Now, had we taken that step, did that. We'd have got the Kellogg's, we'd have got Raisin Bran, we'd have got, you know what I'm saying? Right. Corona beer, all that shit. Shit, man. It's just the way it goes. It's entertainment, man. This ain't church. Yeah. You know, this ain't Tuesday night Bible study, bro. This is the music industry. This is what happens. It's the the game been there since Charlie Chaplin. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Scandalous shit been happening since Rock Hudson was on the DL swallowing all type of dick. You Shit. feel me? Wow, bro. You like I've, I've never heard of these stories before. Yo, man. my man, this is nothing new. I'm not saying <laughs> nothing that out of the ordinary here. It's an ugly business and you know it. You think magic So my thing is Hold on. Go if, ahead. My thing is this. If it's an ugly business and it's full of snakes and thieves and crooks and you know what I mean? And sharks and shallow waters, why would you go there for so long? Would you just go back home, man? But you do scandalous shit, and that's what I'm saying. I have no respect for those type of cats. So does I feel like the word conspiracy belongs in somewhere no, in this conversation. No, no, no. no. Like certain acts that artists have done or celebrities. I mean, a conspiracy is, is a thought, an idea, a theory. That's a conspiracy. Mm. When it's actual fact, that's a different story and conversation altogether. If something is an actual fact, well, then it's proven. Yeah. Something is a conspiracy. It's just a, uh, well, maybe. Mm. What's going on? Um, what's going on with your with your circle, man? I mean, I don't know if you're still involved in the circle. Your brother, man, how's he doing? How's Send Dog doing? I I think I heard he just had a surgery, didn't he? 
uh, Sendor had a, a quadruple bypass surgery about three months ago, and he's back on the road already. Already, already, he's like, he's back. I'm like, man, you should sit down for about a year. And he was like, nah, man, I gotta get back out there. I gotta get back out there. I'm like, dog, you know, hopefully it doesn't kill you to be back out so soon. You know, what that's I mean? a hell of a surgery. That's a major surgery, bro. And he three months ago, you said three months ago, and I've 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 done the research on how they do that surgery. Mm. Basically, they cut your sternum open right they pull your heart out put it on a table next to you to operate on it right sort of like when they pull the engine out of a car mm. or the tranny you know they got to pull it all the way out and then go over here put it on the table and you know so that's a serious thing yeah that's crazy who was telling us about that this weekend Frost, uh, what was you? You were with us, right? Yeah, was it was it Frost? Yeah, Frost. Well, he had the same surgery. He had a triple bypass. Yeah. He had a triple yeah. bypass. He yeah. explained the same way. They said they literally took his heart out, and they had to freeze it or some shit, you know, in order to work on it. Okay. And then they had to heat that bitch back up, and once it was done, and they stuck that shit back up in. Amazing. The, the kind of things they could do nowadays. Right. You know what I mean? And, but he's good. He's yeah. good. 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 Um, what else going? I mean, what's your relationship? You guys cool or? Yeah, we good. We, I just saw him at mom's birthday party in August, and um, he was just coming out of you know rehab and stuff like that. He was rehabbing, and you know, because once they saw your your sternum open like that, it, those bones got to heal, right? And so they put like a mesh of wires across your your chest plate in order oh, for it to heal back up. And he said that coughing was just the most excruciating thing in the world. Was he a smoker? Did he smoke? Like cigarettes? Or? Well, I mean, Sin, you know, me and Sin both been smoking. No, because I, I mean? that's why I ask. I know you, he, you, you know coughed I mean? like five times on my show. Well, already. No. <laughs> hey, man. How do you know it's not COVID? I love cigars. No, no, no. I love my cigars, man. I'm Cubano, you know what I mean? On yeah. the golf course, I'm 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 like two, three cigars in. Okay. You know? I, I want to talk about cigar talk because I love cigars too. And I want to pick your brain on it. But Sen, y'all cool? Because I, yeah, I remember there nah, was I like mean, look, 11 years you guys had. There was one point you guys weren't talking 11. So now oh, it's yeah. been about maybe 13, 14. No, the last two years have been great. The last two years. And I think my father having a heart attack really brought us together in a mm. fucked up weird way. But it, it did. And... um. You know, we we when my father went down, we met at the hospital. Mm -hmm. You know, and and he needed a ride because he had kind of he caught an Uber from a Raider game to get to the hospital, so he needed to get back. I said, and his daughter was going somewhere else. Moms had wanted to stay at the hospital with pops. I'm at the I'm in the lobby. I'm like, I'll give you a ride to where you got to go. At this point, we hadn't spoken in eleven joints. You offered you know the know ride right? to sin. I did, your brother. Okay, yeah, because you know, I mean, come on. All that side shit. You know, we you, have. Your blood, bro. <laughs> you at the end saying? of the day. Yeah. Your blood. So I gave him the ride. We got to the spot. We got to drinking beers. He got to smoking a little bit. We got to apologizing to each other. And and it's been great ever since. That just, bro, on the real. That but just, I that, keep him at arm's distance type of shit. Okay. That's yeah. another thing. First of all, it warms my heart that you guys are back because, yeah. I mean, it, it it's, it's going to happen. But it's when the apologies happen, which I've heard you say. And I'm glad that they finally did. And uh, unfortunately, it took something like that for your pops having that, you know, heart attack. To, to, but sometimes it'd be like that. It could have been worse, though, my G. Like, it could have been, you know, pop couldn't even be here to see y'all come back together like that, you know? I get it. Well, that's, that's why I took pops to live with me because, you know, he was living by himself at the time. 
did it happen? And it's like now one of us got to step up and be that, you know. And I and I did. So is mom mom still alive? Mom's still with us. Yeah. Okay. She's doing good. She said to say hello. Okay. Yeah. Hello, mama. <laughs> Mama, I don't even remember. I'm just gonna call her mom. That's what I do with Mellow your mom. Ace. I just call her mom. Mellow too. Mama <laughs> <laughs> no, all love, all love. Mom's mom's watching too, man. We we, we love our moms, man. Like you know, that's our backbone right there. Um, so that's good. So family's good. Kids are good. What's up with your boy? The 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 producer, your DJ. Uh, I always forget my his son, Kazel. Kazel, yeah. How's he doing, man? He's doing good. Is man. he doing the beat uh, he, sessions and stuff? He's doing all that. He's making tracks. You know, he produces. Yeah. And he's on stage with me at every show. He's been with me since on stage now since he was fourteen, fifteen. We had to get permission to get him in. Yeah. You know, to to the clubs, to the clubs, and all that type of stuff. You know. I remember that. I remember when I was like sixteen, seventeen. We started touring and. You know, it pays to be the artist. It's a lot easier to be, you know, as an artist to get yeah, in. There's a lot the show, more right? leeway, you know, but we'd have to keep him in the back alley of the of the club before the show, and yeah. then sneak him in right before I was about to go on, and, then and get then, him out. And right, then get him out. I remember one night as I'm going through the divorce, a picture floated up because we had taken a picture in a fucking club, and he happened to be in the background, and there's drinks on the table, so oh, shit. his mom used it in court against me. See, he's negligent. He's like, got him around drinks. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. I started looking. I'm like, actually, those are Red Bulls. Right. And the judge believed me. He threw that shit out. He's like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Yeah. Have you? How many times have you been married? Once. One good time. And one you had Kazell? No, no, not not from that marriage. Okay, okay. I wasn't I wasn't even married when I had him. You know what I'm saying? Like that was just like a boyfriend girlfriend thing, and it just spawned two children. Sure, sure, two yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, you know it. what I mean? I got married later in life, and I mean, it was you know it was a rocky five. In your thirties, I was in my forties, sir. Okay, I was in my. 40s. You was finally just ready to settle down and. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a quintessential thing. Like, I didn't meet this girl at church or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, it was actually. <laughs> Come on, man. Speak <laughs> on. It's the block out, baby. Okay. All right. All right. So, I'm having a threesome. <laughs> As we go back. <laughs> I'm having a threesome. Okay. Often with this female and, and, and some other people. And, and so, during the threesome, we kind of like, yo, you know. Off the field, and then it was like, yeah, let's go to Vegas. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> other people. What do you mean other people? <laughs> yeah, like other girls, you know what I mean? Like there's there's several things that happened, and I had a lifestyle that I was accustomed so, to. Okay, so the girl that you was having a threesome with, the other girl, mm -hmm. she wasn't part of the game plan either? Like you just or just. Listen. I'm trying to follow. I can't give you that part. Okay. Story. I can't right. give you that part of the story. I'll tell Fair you enough. off camera. Fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, and then we did the thing. We went, we ran into Vegas and the whole thing. And I should have known it was doomed, you know, doing the Vegas. You got thing. married in Vegas? I did. Yeah. Was it just like a quick spare of the moment thing? Like It was like, yo, let's run off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some whole 1970s shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, let's run to Vegas and these lope and shit. You know, and I'm like. Right, How long were you married for? Five years. Okay. And, and my the divorce came and the ink dried 2014, 15 in there. 
Okay. And no kids. No kids. Spawn no. That. Okay. No. So you, you got Kazelle, and then you have a daughter, right? I got my daughter, Havana. Okay. Yeah. And then Help I got me. I got a 32-year-old, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, Desi. Okay. He he nutty. He out. He He's out wilding. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met no, him. No, you've either. never met Des. Yeah. No. I, I remember the days, man. I, I love talking memories with you because we have so many of them. And I know I was on your platform, Havana. Shout out to Havana. I went yeah, the, the Havana podcast. Lounge podcast. We still yeah. doing we still Havana do, we Lounge still doing? podcast every Tuesday, 2 p.m. tomorrow, people. Malaman Ace. And I was on there maybe a year ago or two. Yes. And um, so I don't want to, like, keep repeating. I don't want to repeat shit. I, I don't think, I think I've done good so far. I haven't brought anything that we talked about on, on, on that. No. Um, but uh, we were talking about uh, let's see your kids, and then fuck, I just had a brain fart, man. There I go, there yeah, I go yeah. again. We in our fifties now, people. That's what it is, bro. That's all one big cloud. Yeah, can only remember one percent. I'm gonna join the one percent club <laughs> oh, too. Man, don't do it. <laughs> I don't think they'll take you now. You're too old now. They don't watch you now. What are you writing these days, man? Are you are you actively in the studio? I, I, yeah, that's what we want to talk about, Moons. We want to talk about the, the MC Magic video oh. with Mello. Oh, yeah. And all them young females in there, bro. How, no, how no, you, no. Wait a minute. First of all, how, it's the Mellow Man Ace video with Magic. Oh, Dispensa, homie. Dispensa. <laughs> right, right. How do you feel like... Uh, being around younger girls like that, because sometimes I feel like a weirdo. I got daughters that age. Man. You Thank know what I mean? You. Talk, like, speak on it. I'm an experienced dude too. You know right. what I mean? So it's nothing. It's just flesh. It's they're little girls. They know. They I know they're not ready to cook you a hot <laughs> meal, raise a child, do your taxes. None of that. Right. The grown so, shit. Yeah. Nah. I Responsible mean. Responsible shit. I should say. And as you know, as a seasoned veteran of the game, we're looking, we're studying. Okay, what's happening? What What are they doing out there? So you you know you slam your video with fifteen shorties you know fifteen girls that are right. twenty years old you know there was some it's young girls in that work. video moons yeah you saw the video yeah there was, was I dope. made some stars I made some stars out of there you guys had a bunch of them I in was there. a stepping stone on that one <laughs> for a couple of girls did you have to pay every one of them females to be in there well I mean we we it was during COVID so yes oh shit it was during it was. COVID that's bro. right people wanted to work and people needed money so we paid them. I mean, just like any other video, when you when you had extras, yeah. when you were on the record company, for instance, mm -hmm. right? It's all a part of the budget. Right. These people didn't come, and the director didn't come for free. You know, these people needed to get paid, and it's the same thing. Yeah, but I'm talking about the model. Or, or I don't know, were they models, or were they just girls? Some of them were models, and I went through my man Relentless. I think you know Relentless. Oh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, out to uh, he always got a few uh, ones, bad, bad girls around him. It's during COVID. People need money. You know, let's pay them. Mm -hmm. If they come into work, yeah. let's pay them. And I believe, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 or something like that. So you each. paid every single female yes. down there. I wanted to wow. make sure everybody ate. That's dope, bro. You're taking care of the hinted like that because they got yeah. bills too, man. Yeah. I mean, that's I had that conversation on my way here with a friend. And it's like some people come to you. Mm -hmm. You do a business deal. But they walk away with the whole bundle and then never look back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've always been one of them dudes like, let's take care of them. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure everybody's eating together, you know, at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. And if we could do that, I think it goes a lot further. Because then your reputation gets through the dirt, goes through the dirt and in the mud. Oh, he don't pay nobody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, I've facts. never, I've never been that. Just guy. like promoters talk about, you know, artists overcharging or undercharging. Yeah, Moons, you come on, 
you fuck with some um some models too in your videos. You always got one like yeah. What would you pay them? I think I pay them about like one like one fifty to two hundred, depending on like the hours you get. You know, mm-hmm. I just usually just have yeah. a little budget and I shoot it towards them. Like oh, I got one fifty for three hours, and so it's like fifty bucks an hour they get. You know, yeah. So it just depends. It also depends what they're doing. You know, where do you seek them out at on Instagram? Instagram, media? yeah. Instagram, like the homies will be like, oh, you should get this girl in a video. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll hit them up, just reach out to them via DM. Like, hey, I'm shooting a video. Like. This day in LA, you know, yeah, just say, hit him up real professional, you know, yeah. right, right, right. And then right. they're mostly down, you know. And then I have content on my page too, like they know I'm legit, like all the cameras and all that Absolutely. shit, you know. Yeah, what you don't pay nobody, oh, nah, <laughs> I'm just uh, bro. I shot a video and I don't know fucking who knows Jeez, how long. Larry just had that banger right now with Mariah. What are you talking about? Which one? oh, that was on the shout out to Industry Music Group. That's that's Cazelle, man. That was oh, all that him. was all him. We didn't have no models. Wait, you do just, we have models? Yeah, yeah, girls on the low lows. Yeah, oh yeah, bro. On, the, I, on the. Did you have some on the Harleys too? Yeah, but I think one of them was my man's daughter, and the other one was my oh. my prima. Oh, you know, they <laughs> <laughs> kept it in the family. <laughs> yeah, was like, no, I, I mean, they went out though. there in like bikinis and oh, yeah. like that. They was respectful. We was at a park. It wasn't like yeah. at a pool, swimming pool. Yeah, you know what I mean. And dude, let's talk about like all these mo- like OnlyFans and these these models buying houses off OnlyFans, bro. How bizarre yeah. is it? Like, I know a few girls that just straight drop doing the. You know, the videos, I mean, some of them will do it, but they just paying a mortgage off OnlyFans, bro. Yeah. That shit gets me, bro. I mean, hating low key. Bro. I mean, I mean they, America took a lot of shit. jobs overseas, baby boy. You got to do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man. So I ain't mad at them. They, they got creative, and this platform really helps, you know, a lot of females, you know? I mean, when you, when you call right now, T Mobile, hmm. you call for customer care. Mm hmm. They're going to patch you through to somebody in Afghanistan, bro. For or real. like India. And the guy goes, welcome to T-Mobile. <laughs> you can't understand right. what it is. Now, I ain't hating on that guy either, right. but let's face it, man. There's less jobs in America. Right. Yeah. There really is. No disrespect, though. No disrespect. To those with accents. But I, 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 I admit, I, it's hard it's to, hard, un- and, and no disrespect, but, but then they end up getting pissed off at you because you can't understand them. Yeah. I'm talking about these old phone operators or the representative. I'm like, don't get mad at me because I can't understand. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to get off this phone in five minutes like you are. But, you know. It's difficult, man. The jobs yeah. are overseas. And and it's just really difficult to find work. And, I mean, every year you got a fluctuation of across the country of kids graduating. And people need jobs. From colleges to high schools. Right. Right? What do you do with all them kids? Everybody's rapping. Mm. But we need more doctors. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's singing. But we need more nurses. You know what I'm saying? And so what do you do with all those people? Well, let's create an app for them to show their ass. And some of these women jumped right on it. You know, it's funny. There's a, uh, I saw this, uh, this There's like girl. A cold, huh? Did oh. you see that girl last week? Uh, she was, uh, she, somebody sent it to me. And she got fired because her her coworkers or somebody, she was oh, a the nurse, huh? The nurse. She found out, they found out that she had a OnlyFans, so they fired her. And because, you know, she was doing her thing on the side, whatever. But, she, you know, but she's saving lives Street's during the day. Eat, man. Yeah. Eat. You know what I mean? And it, she admitted, she goes, this shit pays, OnlyFans pays me way more than what I make at the hospital. And they make some good money at the hospital. Well, you know, good for her. The aren't, yeah. Uh, you know, we're in a bad situation, man. My man. point is, is like you said, like 
you mentioned doctors and nurses and whatnot. They're just leaving that field and going to OnlyFans. But that, don't, that money only going to last so long, man. It is, man. But, you know, as long as their looks are intact and shit like that, um, you know, more power to them, man. You can't knock the hustle, baby. You mm. know what I'm saying? You can't knock the what hustle. Would you, what would Mellow Man Ace charge if he had a fa- uh, OnlyFans? <laughs> what would your price be? God. No, nobody wants to see this. Dog, you know <laughs> no, what I mean? But it depends what you bring <laughs> to the table, bro. Nobody wants to see this. Dog, <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, you know, you, you know. Be doing, okay, you be doing. look, if I was a young twenty-two-year-old cat again, ripped the whole nine. <laughs> Man, I put the whole sausage out there. Like, look, bitch, like this is what I'm holding. And it's gonna cost you a thousand to enter this room. Yeah. Hey. So like what, like a hundred bucks a month? I just said a thousand. Oh, a thousand. Right. The high bidding starts right, at a thousand. Yeah. Let's let's make I'll it interesting. I'll even go one further and say if you wanna go on a date with me, fifteen hundred. That includes dinner, that includes the movie, and a couple drinks after. But after that, you got to get up out of here. <laughs> do you remember when the, the labels used to say that? They'd be like, oh, we're going to do this contest, man, in, in Texas. You get to get a dinner date with yes. uh, on some Richie Valens shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, get a date with Mellow Man Ace, man, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, oh, um, that, that, that shit always caused problems at home. Oh, for real? For, oh, on your side? Good Lord. Yeah. But it's part of the business. Right. You ain't fucking them. You just... Yeah, so you're being yeah, but explain that to a female, you know, 21 years old. Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, I think you had it right with the age. <laughs> toxic, huh? Toxic. Well, I'm just saying. At What's... that at that age, you know, when I was 22, 23, that was a problem. You know, sure. You can just come home and tell some girl that. No, I get it. I dated them too. Like I, I already know at that age, they could, especially if they come with baggage already. They're not ready. You ever had a situation? What's the worst thing that a female's ever done physically? Not to you, maybe to some of your material shit. Like they ever like keyed your car, broke God a window. Damn, dog. This was a heavy one. Hit man. your car. Listen, I don't want to have to put no names. Nah, on you know I ain't asked for one names. year. I do a track with the legendary Tina Marie. Mm, rest in peace. Rest in peace. I do a track with Tina. And the producer of the of the track ends up sleeping with my significant other at the time. I caught wind of what was cracking. And so now I got to sever ties with everybody. I lose the song with Tina in the process. Hold that, up. to me, was the worst. Okay, yeah. so the producer of the track was sleeping with your ex? He was doing the most, yeah. Doing the most. So that's how it affected you, obviously. Yeah, I Not mean, with fuck physically, them, but, but mentally. I, that he's was like, got the master to the track with Tina. <laughs> I never heard about my music, man. So no one's yeah. ever, like, hit your car up, shot at you, no, trying to car? stab you? No. Huh? No. Threw a brick at your window? No. Mm. Never pissed him off that much, huh? No, nah, but see, I'm the type of dude, like, I don't like confrontations, so I'm the type of... I'm the type of Just dude, I'll, I'll write you an email and wait till you at work, pull all my shit out the house. <laughs> wow Shoot you that email By the time you get it You come home The house empty There's nothing you could do You got any uh, grandchildren? None No not yet Are you waiting? I'm ready Yeah I'm ready I'm ready to take that step Oh They say that Being a grandfather Is even It's better than Even being a dad You know what I'm saying They Cause you know you, I don't know Something about being a grandfather Are you a I grandfather heard. yet? I'm not bro yeah. I started late 
My kids are six and two and fifteen. Right now, I think my middle son Kazal is the one that could possibly make me a grandfather. Yeah, and um, I think he he he'll be the one. I think when they're ready. But I think, you know, I always told my kids when I, when they was young, I said. If you make me a grandfather before the age of 50, I'm breaking your fingers. <laughs> I said that, and I was just saying it jokingly, but I think they took it serious. Right. <laughs> right, right. I'm 55 now, still waiting right. on a grandchild. Right, then it's it was turned right. Moms used to be the same way. She was like, get your career going. You know, keep, keep stay focused. You know, they don't want any distractions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, uh, you know, get your foundation. And that's, uh, luckily, it worked out for me that yeah. way. Because now, I've there. known your mom since day one, since you came in the game. Yeah. She's been special to me. She's always treated me like a second mother. Awesome, you know, bro. So I know. I Appreciate know. that, man. She'll be happy to hear that. Yeah. No, I for love sure. her, man. I love her. Girl. She Number actually. I, Remember the show that you did? I'm sorry to interrupt. No, nah, go ahead. I, br- I pulled Pops up. And you had moms, and they took a picture together? Yeah, that was that last was year at the Autism man. Show. Shout out to Ride and Low Entertainment, man. It was beautiful. Uh, we do that uh, every every year. Um, <laughs> yeah, mom, she used to book you. She would book Kid Frost. Uh, she would book N2D, Baby Bash. And it, it's it's the the, um, the love that she gets, man, it's crazy yeah. sometimes. I go, man, you're, and you're my mom. Like She's like, oh, yeah. She's, she's begging to come on the podcast. Yeah. She's like, dude, let me come up there and tell yeah. my stories, man, because yeah. I got them. I'm like, you're still my mom, so I don't know if I want <laughs> yeah. certain stories out. No doubt. Now, she's a beautiful person, man. Yeah. I mean, since we was young, you know, yeah, always treated me with the utmost love and respect. And um, it's just been, you know, every time I see her, it's just like, that warm embrace that you know that if some shit happened to you, mm. they'd be really concerned. Sure. You know what I mean? So, Right on, Mello. So what else we got going on, man? What, what, what else? What's happening in today's world for Mellow Man Ace besides golfing and smoking cigars? What, what, yeah, no, I mean, what can I, you I get? know what? Oh, man, I'm in a good place, man. Yeah. I ain't mad at shit. Um, financially, I'm up. I'm good. I'm smiling everywhere I go, you know. Yeah. I'll be performing live at Club Throwbacks in Whittier on Saturday the 24th, so come check me out. Mm-hmm. And um, recently during COVID, I learned how to play two instruments, uh, congas and percussion. I saw that. Talk about that. What made you show the yeah, interest Doug, for that? You know, I mean, besides the fact that you're a Cuban background. I mean, Right. No, I mean, all I was doing was playing golf during COVID, but I also was learning how to play instruments. Mm-hmm. Because I said, when I come out of this, I want my value to go up as an artist. You know what I mean? Make You know, the promoters have to pay a little bit more for the entertainment value, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so that was really my why I did it. I wanted, I wanted to come out and reinvent myself after COVID and kind of show you a new me, right? Right. And, and that's really what why I did it. And then playing bongos and, and congas, which is a very similar instrument, just one smaller than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, now it's, um, it's been a a big piece of my show. I think it's added an extra layer. It has. And then you have a couple others with you. Well, yeah, of course, always my son, Kazal is on stage with me. And then Abby Losis, who is my maestra actually, who taught me how to play percussion. Yeah. And, um, so it's added. I saw y'all, man. I mean, obviously the last few shows I've seen you, you know, doing, doing your thing. Um, but recently we had this Hacienda Heights show. Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, that, was that shit was lit. Man. And you also, did you play You play part promoter into that too as well? Are you getting lead, into that side more? I was the lead promoter on hey. that. And I kinda, 
I kind of just kept it low because, you know, if not, when you put it out there too much, you, a lot of the other guys, hey, Mello, book me too. And I'm like, I got a budget I'm working with. Right. You know what I mean? So That show was dope. I that just went so after good. my guys, you and Candyman and, you know, and um, JJ, JJ Fad. Fad and all, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Alicia Del Valle hosting. Yeah. So it was a good time, man. It, up in uh, Hacienda Heights, you guys killed it. Your set, I keep using your guys' set as some of the videos after, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, the shit was, was, was ridiculous. Appreciate bro. that, man. killed it. I think we all we all come with a show. And, and I, I know you in particular, bro. Your, your shows are always lit. They're very creative. You know, with you and Kazell back and forth. And I just love, when I see your show, I, I, I see hip-hop. At its finest. Thank you, bro. Like, you, you got a background of, obviously, B-boy. I look at you as B-boy, Spanish rapper, trendsetter, just, you know. You're the godfather, goddammit. Thank you, brother. You know what I'm Shit, saying? I'm humbled, though, man. And you're Thank the you. only one I'll call that. He knows that to this day. And we've just been doing it. But I know the promoter thing, I've been actually wanting to get into that. But I'm like, dude, that is such a risky business. It's so hit and miss. You know? It is. But, you, you know, it's like... My philosophy is, is you're never too old to try something new. Mm -hmm. Hence the drums on stage with me now, right? The, right. the congas and all that. It, it's the same with dabbling as a concert promoter. You know, it, put your money up. Yeah. Put your money up. If you if you if you've been in the game as long as we have, you know, you already know what to do. You already know what to do. Right. You've seen it, but you've done it from the front of the stage. This time we're asking you to step behind the stage. And then maybe take the stage. You know what I mean? Right. So you're organizing everything. I think it's you know the I mean? promotion part. It's like, okay, are you going to literally hit the streets? I know social media plays a big part, digital media, yeah. but are you really going to be in them streets? I did. Passing fly, flyers oh, out, you selling can ask, tickets, doing all that. We had, a full, we had a great crowd, you got to admit. For that yeah, venue, we had a lit. great crowd. And yes, I was in the street. I was going to the clubs like we did back when we first started. Yes. I was jumping on the mic. I was doing the two two giveaway thing. Yo, blowing playing your music. Yeah. JJ Fab music, playing my music, candy music, doing it all the same things that we learned to do as young men. Mm. I just applied it at fifty five. And lo and behold, it it worked. Mm. Shout outs to the owners over there, man, at Old Crab Restaurant, Hacienda Heights. Yeah, shout jokes. out to my man Johnny, jo Johnny, Johnny Gonzalez, and, Johnny and my man Joey Joe, Rodriguez. Joe. No doubt, those were my partners in the whole thing, and and we put it together. And I and I, I think still the city's still buzzing mm -hmm. from that because they've never had a concert there. Right? You Are know? they gonna have? I'm sure they're. Oh, we're gonna, gonna run it more? back. We're okay, gonna run don't. it back. Can't wait to hear that. Um, cigars, man. What's your cigar choice? What do you recommend for me? It's got to be Oliva. Oliva, can Oliva. I get that here? Oliva, okay. Any any smoke shop got them. You can go to Mikasa out here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What's special about Oliva? Well, I think it's the seed, and I think it's the slow burning cigar, and it's mild. If you like mild, a mild cigar, not too harsh. Yeah. The aroma is so splendid. It kind of just makes you feel like you're on an island somewhere, bro. Mm. I mean, I've smoked a lot of cigars. Yeah. As you all remember, my first album, I had them right in my pocket. Hell yeah. Right? That's what you we know. know. <laughs> so, uh, I'm lucky to be alive still. Uh, but nah, Oliva is oh, my guy. A couple more cops here. I don't know. I'm not too Oliva, sure, bro. Come on. Oh, give me a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Give me there a fucking break. See that? Come hey. on, brother. Hey. Hey. We got Oliva, a, uh, baby. oxygen tank in the back over here for Melo. Olivas. Don't worry about you, bro. Olivas, man. Come on, man. I got the oxygen tank. Okay, good. In my pocket. 
You know, right yeah, I'll tell you something that nobody knows. Well, they might know. I sleep with a, a CPAP. I know. And because of you and what you posted on social media one day, yeah. I went and did the thing. Did you? Sleep study? The sleep study. And? And, well, look, okay. I'm just going to say this. I feel great. Okay. I feel great. But here's what happened. I got a little situation with claustrophobia. <laughs> Well done now. <laughs> now here's Hey bro, we gotta go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I'm a little claustrophobic because of we know one time I was in Laughlin with Be Real, Cypress Hill, yeah. Limp Biscuit, Funk Dubious. We doing a show on a sh- on a boat. Unfortunately, the, the driver docked the boat on the California on the on the Arizona side. All right. So as we're about to take the stage, we notice seven police boats rushing the big boat. Turn around. What's going on? They coming on land, too. They get 16, 17 of us, DJ Lethal, myself, Funk, Sun Doobie, this one, that one, everybody. Mm. And they put us in a paddy wagon in the in the summer. So it's oh, like shit. You already burning up out there bro, on the lake. On the lake is, is hotter than anywhere. It's a white van, and you enter you enter to the back doors like this. Yeah. And then the first man got to go in, go that way, and come this way in order to make room for sixteen people. That day, I acquired claustrophobia. Yeah. We in the summertime. They driving us to Mojave Desert County Jail. I'm bugging out. I can't take it. But if I'm going to jail, that's the best way to go with Sun Doobie, you know, DJ oh, Lee. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I feel you. So when I went and did the damn CPAP test, they start plugging you in. Yeah. You're going to spend the night there. Yeah. And I goes, well, I didn't, I, what if I have to use the restroom at night? She goes, well, just push this button. Yeah. And I'll come in and yeah. unplug you. Yeah. And I go, but I got to go to the bathroom like three or four times a night. She goes, I don't like, oh, hell no. What if, you know what I mean? What if I leak on myself? You know what I'm saying? What if I piss on myself? Do you have another condition that, that no, makes you go three no. times a day? Bro, it's, you drink water, you drink fluids throughout the you day. You must drink a hell of a lot of water, bro, to I go drink a three lot of water. times a day. Well, because, yeah, I, I'm almost, I, I sweat easy. That's good. You know what I'm saying? That's I sweat good, real easy. That's healthy. And shit like that. Plus, I had a heart condition back in 2017, so I got to keep water, you know what I'm saying? Right. In my in my organs. Okay, I got it. Me? I got it. I got it. Yeah. So here's go some water now. If you don't right. mind, I'm gonna have some water. And we'll finish the CPAP sleep study because I'm interested to so see then, what your your yes, score yes. was. Okay. So now they plugging me in. I start feeling claustrophobic, money moves, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do this shit. I said, Look, she was so nice too. Are you okay? Are you feeling right? The room was great, nice and big. Had a bed, yeah. TV. I'm I'm chilling. She plugging me in. Now I feel claustrophobic a little bit. I said, I can't do this shit. Has she put the mask on you yet? <laughs> no, not even yet. She had the mask on. She putting all this shit on my head. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm going to be glued to this shit. You know what I mean? I, what if I got to get up and use the toy? I got to wait for yeah, her yeah. to come and take 20 fucking electrodes off my head. It's a big head. mess, yeah. Anyway, I, I, fucked, I, I didn't do it. I left. My doctor said we'll do the home <laughs> test. We'll give you the CPAP joint. And that's why I'm at. I heard All about right, that. Peace. There is a home test. Good night, test. everybody. Okay. <laughs> so so you did the home test. 
I'm about to. Oh, you're about to. So this but is recent. But it's all based on what you, what no. you had the courage to do, my man. No, I, I was forced to because my wife was said, number one, you snore like a motherfucker. That's where I'm at. And number two, um, you, you, choke. you choke. You choke. You literally lose your you breath. Stop breathing. In the middle of the uh, And do you know my sleep study score was, I stopped, I had 86 episodes an hour. That means I stopped breathing 86 times an hour. And now that I wear the mask, it's. At zero or or point one or something like that, but because it's not a hundred percent effective, but so your energetic levels are crazy. They're, they're they're a lot more than you know you know what I'm saying than they were for sure. I'm not falling asleep on the road anymore. I'm not driving as much now, but but before I bro, I was like, I'm sly. I was one of them fucking drivers. I was like, why am I? Is it what I'm eating and this and that? And it's like, no. The doctor told me because you're waking up so much during that you're not getting good sleep. You're not getting good rest. So as soon as I try, then yeah, it takes about fucking three or four months to get used to that. And you got to find the right mask, too. Now, I'm, I'm sorry we're losing yeah. all our young listeners right now. Because <laughs> it's old shit. No, it happens to younger people, too, yes, in their 20s. Yes, it does. It's, age is not a factor. But um, you got to find the right mask. You got the, the full face one. You got the nasal one. See, I sleep with my mouth open. So I got to do the full face. Now, is that like the one they put you at the doctor when they get, and you breathe in at the shit, you know? Yeah. Mile High Stadium type shit? Sadly to say, to, to reference it, but it's like a fucking jock strap, fucking cup, you know, you work for your sack right, when you're playing right. baseball. It's the, shaped like that. That might work for me. Your fucking Are you breathe into it? You yeah, because I breathe normal. And, breathe normal and, and then they give you one with this like humidifier, and then you pour distilled water, and then that just keeps so your throat doesn't go dry, and you wake up. With that, like, cotton mouth feel, because that's the worst. Bro, so which one is the game. one that you got? Uh, I forgot the name of it. I forgot what it's called. Uh, I don't know, but the mask I got is, like, the full face one. You but know, it doesn't cover your eyes, right? Nah, okay. bro, nah. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, bro. It's really dope. And you know what? It's for your health, man, And at the end of the day. And now they got these things where you could put them in. They got these devices where they put them in your chest. But you got to surgically have that installed. And then you just do this little thing. Go, I'm like, ah, I ain't with that shit yet. Yeah, no. Nah. You got you to gotta show and prove to me That's first. some funky shit. We well, not inserting stuff into me no no we're yeah not doing that. so but good luck to you on that my man because you know it, it definitely helps bro well again thank you bro you had the courage to put that shit on social media and like i suffer from that same shit so you I know started what looking into it 70 percent. i would even I, i'm just throwing a number out there but i guarantee you latinos especially bro fucking snore and it's not you don't have to be overweight yeah the majority do that are overweight snore yeah yeah, yeah. but if you're ladies if your man is stopped breathing and he does that, call 1-800-CPAP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I don't know how that we got on topic with that, but it's very important right there, man. Um, Mello, man, anything else, bro, we, we, we need to push? Uh, catch me October 8th at the Lake Paris Fairgrounds. I'll be shocking and rocking mm. and doing my thing. I.E. representing well, October 8th. Where we at, Moons? We, we anywhere? Thanks. Are we there too? Yeah. You doing the same show? Yeah, Dougie. No shit. AD? AD pull through AD? Uh, I don't know who the promoter was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. AD. Yeah. Shout AD. out to AD. Absolutely. We rocking together. Oh, man. Can we, can we, because uh, every time we do a show together, I always want to do a joint that we've done together. Mellow has uh, been there gracefully, man, to bless me with a few few tracks that I produced back in the day. One, remember the Games Pain remix? I do. And a lot of cats are asking for that. Just, just hit me. He was on there on that. Um, but the Players Delight joint was really dope, and it, it was um, 
it was a rapper's delight, but we did it on Greenside Records. It was uh, Lighter Shade, Me, D, Mello, and Kid Frost. And it was like the West Coast anthem of Latinos doing Rapper's Delight. And it was really yeah. dope. And it's out there. You guys can check for it. But I would like to just maybe do the verses on one day, if you, you know, if you don't mind. Let's but, rehearse. Let's you know rehear- rehearse. Rehearse. Well, <laughs> or, or send it to me so I can learn my part. Okay. It, I don't know. We live far from each other. Yeah. So it's like. If you send it to me, I can learn my parts in about two weeks riding around in the whip. Yeah. It takes me about two weeks to learn my shit. And, and a lot of cats have asked us to do a song together, too. I know the fans are out there. Oh, man, you should do a song with Mel. I'm like, who Who should I do a song with, you know, if I decide to get back in the studio one day and that your name always pops up, too. So would you be down for something like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. You know okay. what you, dog. It's like A-O-T-O-Matic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Anything else, Moons? What else? Well, uh, since we're on a hip-hop podcast and we got a hip-hop legend here. I don't freestyle. I was going to say, let's get a freestyle. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I got nothing, man. Bro. I got nothing. I got well, he nothing. wanted to do Menti also, but I didn't have that queued up. I'm sure. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. Nothing anymore. Damn. We'll yeah. have to bring him back on the next one to do that, man. Yeah, I, I haven't freestyled in over 20 years, 20, oh, 25 years. Yeah. He's been I know, all, man. man. I know. That's all good. It's just, you know, hey. It's legendary now. I don't have to do that shit. Who used to say that? And uh, now, don't, don't freestyle, no rap. E forty said that. No, no rap for free, man. <laughs> yeah, now, like. for me, it was just like uh, there was a point in time where MCs just stopped testing me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think they they heard Mentirosa. I might have thought it was something sweet, but then they turned the records over or whatever. Oh shit! This motherfucker did some shit with Cypress Hill, and he did. You know, he got English and Spanish. Oh shit! You know. Yeah. And then at some point, it just be, I I stopped practicing. Uh huh. To have to be sharp at all the times, especially when you did like the East Coast mix shows, they want you to freestyle. Uh-huh. And at that point, it was just already, I was already, you know, I did good. You Didn't know? you used I to freestyle good. during your shows? I used to freestyle during like my Like during Been Gone or something like that. I would bring up Send Dog and Be Real, yeah. Right? Yeah. But that was back in the day. You don't need, to, you don't need to do that no more is what, what you no, feel? No, I mean, now they're accomplished. I'm known. I got my little thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't mean to downplay myself, but, I, you know, I mean, my thing is just keeping it humble, dog. Like, I've been here. I've gone nowhere. Yeah. You know, you can say what you want about me. Uh, he might be poor. He might be rich. You don't know what I'm holding. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's the beauty about me. I'm never going to tell you. You can go online and look at all the little sites. One say I'm I'm 68 million in. Mm. Others say I'm 7 million. Mm. You, you don't know what I'm holding. Do you still have the love for hip-hop? I got love for hip-hop, especially since I added the drums on stage. The performing aspect is my favorite aspect right now of, of what we do. See, Moons, we, we got to switch the show up, bro. Get a live band. I mean, that would be dope, <laughs> but shit. I mean, you, can you afford to pay a live band? Thank you. That was my next question. Yeah. Seven guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's true. You know, you want to you wanna make a profit, you know, but you want your value to go up, and you don't want it to... You don't want to have to give that profit up after, you know what I mean? Right. Like I hear you. It's got to be beneficial for everybody, for it's sure. It's got to be beneficial for everybody. Yeah. You know, and if you can get people to work at a very fair price, then give them their fair price. Whatever they ask for, if it's in your budget, give it to them. Mm. Give it to them. And I think that's, that, that's you know, gone a long way in my book. Now, the man Ace, man, my brother right here, mi hermano, godfather right here, Latino hip-hop. Uh, before we get up out of here, one last thing, man. I want you to look towards moons real quick, all right? Not like that, but just do, because I got something over here. Okay. That I want right. to. 
Surprise or what? <laughs> Don't let that be a Grammy or you pulling out. All right, it's bro. your honorary Grammy. Nah, we good. You see a difference? And what? You put your hat on backwards? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you $50 right now if you could tell me what was on the front of my hat. We've been sitting here for an hour and a half. Holy shit. 50 bucks. Hold on. Holy shit. I got it in the office right now. $50. Who was on the front of my hat? What was on the front of my hat? Fuck. Does it have something right here? Nah. Okay, good. God damn it, Jim. I don't remember. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I know it's on yours, man. Shout out to AV Chevy, man. What up, dude? Come on, man. Yeah, shout out to my hey, shout out to my sponsors, A V Chevy, right, uh, Cilantro Lime, Sterling Images and Daily Ads. They've been holding my podcast down for right. two years now and I I'm thankful for that. You're doing very well at that, man. Um you're on your third season or second? We're in the middle of our second season. Okay. Yeah. That's real dope, man. Um and God damn it, I don't remember what you had on your hat. Let me yeah. see that shit. It's going to be a mystery. I'm going to let them scroll it back. I'll tell you off air. Is that right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, peace. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Melamane Show. Make sure you guys follow us, man, on social media at, at the Blockout Podcast. Everywhere. YouTube is the platform right here. I think we found our home right here, didn't we? Yeah, it's I dope think right here, bro. YouTube's where we're at because we're going to start going live. That's the thing. We're going to have all the callers, you know, do all that thing. This broke this shit right here that's what that does we'll go live on the internet because i'm tired of editing but mellow man thank you so much bro for having uh for for being on the platform man mellow man ace tv at youtube thank you my man for having me appreciate the block out for having me peace and day true indeed let's go